I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Grand Final Week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got the Gurus picking the Melbourne Storm, taking on the 17 in a row, the high-flying Penrith Panthers. It's going to be a massive week on the podcast. This is the only podcast you need this week. We are going to have content falling out of our ass. Stay tuned. It's going to be a massive one. Let's kick it off. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Of course, it's Grand Final Week, which means we have the Dally M Medal Awards Night. It's kicking off tonight at 7.30, so this afternoon I thought I'd run through some of my predictions for the positional awards. Now, I'll start off with fullback. Now, for the, for me, it comes down to two players this season, Clint Gutherson, James Tedesco. Now, a lot of people are, t- are tipping Gutho. Now, you've got to remember with these Dally M's, and I'll mention it quite a bit here, that in my opinion, this whole system, it's not... It's not broken, but it's not perfect. So essentially what all these positional awards come down to is who gets the most Dally M points. Yeah, so it's how many times you get, you know, the top three points on the field when you play. So, you know, you could play a really average, you know, half a season, then finish really strong and play half your game sensational. And that can drop you above someone that's always in the top, you know, six or seven players on the field, which makes it really difficult, which we saw with, you know, Jared Hayne, we've seen with, I think it was 2005 when JT won. I think he just beat Andrew Johns, and Andrew Johns played, you know, half the amount of games. So, you know, if you are really good for a small period of time, it can be sensational. So for some of these positions, if you can have, you know, you know, just six man-of-the-match performances, all of a sudden you're looking at 18 points, yeah, with, without doing anything in any other game. So for fullback, we've got James Tedesco, we've got Clint Gutherson. Now, Gutho, he collected a heap of points at the start of the season. He was doing really well and was pretty consistent all the way through. And it tended to be, you know, whenever Parramatta did win, whenever they put points on the board, Gutho always seemed to be involved because he is just effort built on effort built on effort. He's everywhere. James Tedesco, though, he had a couple of games there where he was sensational that without a doubt he would have got three points. So... It's really tough here. A lot of people are saying, Gutho, I'm actually going to take James Tedesco here. I think he might just get home. He's the sort of guy that when the Roosters are going well, which they were for, 
you know, 19 out of 20 weeks. He just seems to pull points all the time. Parramatta, they were a little bit up and down. I'm going to take James Tedesco to take out the fullback gong. The favourite there is Clint Gutherson. I'm going to go Teddy. On the wings, now obviously, you know, individual performances mean a lot for this award. So David Nofaluma, he's been sensational all year. Uh, he's had a lot of highlights, so he's polled a heap of points. And realistically, the West Tigers, they've got three guys that poll points. They've got Benji Marshall, Harry Grant, and David Nofaluma. Yeah, so whenever Nofaluma played, he was essentially getting points. He was always producing stuff. So I think David Nofaluma has to be one. Now, Alex Johnson's the other one that's been thrown up around the place. And... AJ scored a lot of tries, but I don't think he would have polled a heap of points in this. I could be wrong, but I think AJ, he'll go pretty close to it. The other guy that I think could be a sneaky little pick is Josh Mansour. That left side's been really strong this season. He's been fantastic. His base stats have been just out of this world. He's been coming in for carries and just been sensational. I wouldn't be surprised to see Joshy Mansour poll a couple of votes. I wouldn't be surprised to see him sneak in over AJ. But I think, you know, when you score 20-odd tries or whatever AJ did, he's probably going to collect a few points here and there. Um, I'm actually going to take an upset there. I'm going to go Josh Mansour sneaks in over AJ. But if AJ's there, I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest. To the centres, and this has always been a really controversial one over the years. It's quite often not the best centre that wins it. Um, I mean, a few years ago, we saw Joey Lailua. He managed to win it. I think he polled six votes. So out of a whole season, it wasn't a shortened season. Yeah, it's just that um, in the modern game, centers, and I, 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 I've, I think it's actually changed this year, to be honest with you. I, I said last year when um, when Latrell Mitchell was leaving the Roosters that strike centers, they're not the cake, they're the icing on the cake. Yeah, so, you know, you could get by without a strike center. Now, strike centers are becoming more and more important. And when you look at this list, I mean, I think Zach Lomax will definitely be one. Especially in the team he's in, there's not a heap of guys stealing points off him. Whenever the Dragons did win, Lomax was huge on it. Some of the highlights he produced, he really caught a lot of people's eyes this year, Zach Lomax. So I think he'll definitely be one. Now, the other guys, you've got Katoni Staggs, who he probably didn't play enough footy this year. But when he did play, you know, even though Brisbane didn't win many games, he was just a standout in their side. So I think he will poll a few points. I don't think he'll get enough to grab Stephen Crichton, though. I think Stephen Crichton will be the other one. He's the guy in the preseason that I absolutely loved. I told you all to grab him in your in your super coach sides. You know, he's, I said at the start of the season, he's a mix. He's where Greg Inglis meets his Ralph Lau. He's just got something about him, and he really stepped up this year. I think he's got a lot more to offer. I'm not sure if center is where he ends up. I think he might end up as a fullback one day, but he's got a lot more to offer, Stephen Crichton. The other two guys that'll be really close, Joey Manu, He's been sensational this year, along with Josh Morris. People forget how good Josh Morris started this season. Pretty consistent throughout the year as well. I think Josh Morris will poll a few points. But Stephen Crichton out on that left edge, I just think he, he's he been too good this year. I'm expecting the centers to go to Zach Lomax and Stephen Crichton from the Penrith Panthers. 5'8", got Jack White and you got Cody Walker, but by far and away, the standout all year until he got injured with Sean Johnson. And when the Sharks were winning, Sean Johnson was putting points on the board. Five out of the year will, without a doubt, go to Sean Johnson. The way that he plays, the way that the Sharks attack down that right edge, it's just got Sean Johnson written all over it. When they were playing well, it was off the back of SJ. He would have polled a heap of points there. I think Jack Whiten's had a great season. Cody Walker's finish has been sensational, but Cody Walker really clicked into you when finals started. And, of course, you don't really collect M points. Sorry, you don't collect M points in the final. So I don't think Cody Walker will be there. I think it's SJ's one there for sure. We move to halfback, and this one has to be Nathan Cleary. I don't really think anyone will go close to Nathan Cleary there, to be honest with you. He's been so dominant. He will win the Dalian tonight. He's just been on another level to everyone else in the NRL this season.
Moving into the engine room, and in the front row, there's a couple of guys putting their hands up here. One has to be Josh Papali. He will be there. He will be one of the Dallium front rowers of the year. I have no doubt about that. Now, the next three will be really close. The one that I don't expect to be there is Payne Haas. I think he's played well enough to be there this year, but the way that this system works, Brisbane, they simply did not win enough games for him to poll enough points, so I don't think he'll be there. Comes down to two guys for me here. Um, James Fisher-Harris is one from the Penrith Panthers. I think he's been sensational this year. He would have picked up a lot of points in this side as the years goes on, but there would have been a lot of guys stealing points from him, obviously. The other one's Junior Paulo, who... I believe behind Josh Papala, he has been the best front rower in the game this year. And I think Junior Paula, he would have polled a lot of points this year. When he did have his really good games, he really got noticed. Um, really tough between those two. I'll be happy to see either of them get it. I'm going to side with Junior Paulo slightly in this one. Uh, James Fisher-Harris, obviously, you know, in his forward pack, Isaiah Yo, Liam Martin, James Tamu, Viliami Kikau. There's just been some fantastic footballers in that side this year. Junior Paulo, really solid forward pack, but he's been by far and away the standout. I think he would have collected a lot of points there. Obviously, you know, he does everything James Fisher-Harris does, and then along with, you know, an excellent ball-playing hand, and he's just got a fantastic offload. He creates so much second-phase play. So I think it'll be Junior Paulo and Josh Papali for me as the front rowers of the year. We move to Hooker and a really interesting one here. you got Cameron Smith, you got Harry Grant, which is just amazing because, you know, you've got Cameron Smith, who's the best player we've ever seen, in my opinion, the best player we've ever seen, and Harry Grant, who I think is going to be one of the next best players we've ever seen. I've, I've said it for 18 months, a long time now that I absolutely love this kid and he's exploded onto the scene. So pretty crazy for Melbourne. They're playing in a grand final this week and they've got the best hooker in the game and the hooker that they let go to go and get some experience elsewhere is over here contesting for the Dally M hooker of the year when he was playing in a team that didn't make the top eight and he didn't have a preseason with them. Just incredible stuff. I think Cameron Smith will get this one. I think his run home's been sensational. When votes closed in round 12, he was only a couple of points behind Harry Grant and the Tigers, as they tend to do, they sort of fell apart a little bit. Harry Grant had a couple of injuries. He was rested a little bit in those games. So I I see Cameron Smith collecting, uh, I, I don't know how many he's won previously, but I'm sure it's probably his fifth or sixth Dallium Hooker of the Year, Cameron Smith, a sensational season. Uh, hopefully not his last, but it looks extremely likely this will be his last season and Sunday will be his final game in Rugby League. To win the Dallium Hooker of the Year at 37 years old, that is just so impressive. You know, the, the position it is and the work he does, uh, I'm running out of words to describe this guy. Simply unbelievable, the GOAT. Uh, for the second row forwards, now this will be an interesting one. I think Billy Army Kickout will probably get one of them. Uh, the highlights he's had this year, he's polled a lot of points. But you will notice a trend here. I've got a lot of Penrith Panthers here, and there's only a certain amount of points to be split up between all these players in all these games, yeah? The guy that I forgot to mention at 5'8", of course, is Jerome Luai. He, uh, he he probably got ahead of Cody Walker and Jack White, and realistically still wouldn't have caught Sean Johnson. But the pie is only so big at the, at the Penrith Panthers. Every game they play... You know, there's only six points that are available and, you know, they've all played so well this year. So there will be some Panthers that miss out somewhere simply because you cannot share those points around evenly and they'd be so high up these charts. But I think Kikau, he will get a second row of the year. Then there was three other blokes for me that it could be any of these three, to be honest with you. Ryan Madison, I think he's had a really good year at the Paramount Eels. He's been sensational. Kenny Bromwich for the Melbourne Storm, he's really impressed me this year. He's had a couple of games where I thought he was man of the match. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him poll, you know, 15 
you know, 12, maybe 15 points. He might sneak in there. And Elliot Whitehead's another one that's really flown under the radar. He's been unbelievable for the Canberra Raiders this year. Um, defensively sensational, but with the ball in hand, Elliot Whitehead's been incredible. I think he will poll a few more votes than what people are expecting. I think he could be a little dark horse for the other second row spot. Uh, the lock forward came down to three blokes for me. Taumalolo, Cam Murray, Isaiah Yo. Um, I'm not sure which way this is going to go. Tamalola, he, he, he polled early points, but he missed a lot of footy. Cam Murray's been pretty consistent all year, but he hasn't had, you know, the huge highlights that he had the last few years. And Isaiah Yo, he's just been Mr. Consistent all year. But as much as we're all talking about him, I think in this side, he still would have flown under the radar a little bit. I mean, as we said, there's only so much of a pie to be shared around at the Penrith Panthers. And I'm not sure whether Yo would have polled as many points as he probably should have. I'm going to go with Tal Malolo here. I think in limited games, when he was on the field, he was unbelievable for the Cowboys. And, you know, they're as close to a one-man team as you can get in the modern era, realistically. And I think Tal Malolo, he probably stacked up enough points to get the Dallian Lock of the Year. For Rookie of the Year, for me, it's a standout here. Harry Grant, I've said it for a long time, he's going to explode onto the scene. He's going to play Origin in a few weeks. He has to be the Rookie of the Year or this system. They need to revamp it. It needs to be thoroughly looked at. Coach of the Year for me... Ivan Cleary, what he's done this year, I don't need to explain that one. They're playing in the grand final this week. Minor premiers. I, to be honest, with the start of the season, I wasn't sure if they were going to be a top eight so, to side. So what Ivan Cleary's done has been simply incredible. All the pressure surrounding, you know, coaching his son. His son was in Barney Rubble to start the season. It's simply been unbelievable. He's got the, you know, the little Tyrone May side showing all of, all around this. Also, he, you know, he hasn't been able to use Matty Burton, who's, you know, he's probably a top 15 half or five eight in the comp. But he can't even get a look in on this side. What he's done has been simply incredible. Speaking of what he's done at the Panthers this year, it's just reminded me of one bloke that I've left off my list here. I said for hookers, it'd be a two-way race between Cameron Smith and Harry Grant. Of course, Api Curacao, he will be right up there too. He's been sensational this year. He's been the missing puzzle piece for the Penrith Panthers. I'm still going to take Cameron Smith to get hooker of the year, but Appy will be very close up there as well. I don't know how I left Appy off my list originally. So there you have it. You know, our Dally M team this year, of course, this year they're going to name an actual team instead of just one for each position. So it's really exciting. I, I hope that they stick with this. What, what, whatever they choose to do, they need to stick with it for this system because it's something that we look back over 40 and 50 years and look at who was in there, who made it over a, over you know a certain amount of years and whatnot. And I just hope they stick with this system now. If they're going to do it this year, they need to do it every single season moving forward. We've got plenty more coming on the Rugby League Guru podcast. We've got a couple of guests coming on, a few Panthers from their 2003 Premiership winning side. Um, I won't announce them just yet. You'll hear from them later in the week, and we're working on a couple of players from the Melbourne Storm to jump on and have a chat. It's going to be a massive week. Enjoy your Dally M's tonight. Nathan Cleary's my pick to take it out. That's no shock, though. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 